What's up, Bruin Bible listeners? This is your host, Will Decker. Wanted to bring you the sponsors for today's episode, Bet Online, where the gambling starts. I've got a bunch of good bets going on right now. I've got the Lakers making the playoffs. We've got futures bets coming around for MLB baseball. March Madness is around the corner. NBA playoffs on the horizon, too. Make sure to check out all of the gambling and all of your gambling needs at Bet Online, where the gambling starts. Make sure to use promo code LAFB to get a little discount. Uh, everything is great on bet online. I use it weekly for all my gambling needs. Make sure to check it out. What is up Bruin Bible listeners? We have another advertisement for you. We are so lucky to be sponsored by the great people at athletic greens. Uh, I started taking athletic greens specifically because I was lacking energy, lacking focus throughout the day and needed some special pick-me-up ingredients to make things happen in my life. Athletic Greens has done just that. I've become absolutely addicted to the process. It has over 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, adaptogens to make your life easier uh, by doing this during the day. I like to take it to start my mornings off. I like to do it before a workout. It makes you feel energized, focused, and just have a lot more energy throughout the day than I typically expected. Right now, is the, it's the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. Uh, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to be give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash LAFB. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash LAFB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens, a game changer when it comes to your health and your focus and your mindset. What is up and welcome to the latest edition of the Bruin Bible. Will Decker, your host. We have a very, very special guest in the house. Technical difficulties aside, it shows the character of this man for coming back on and helping us out once again. My main man. Mr. Mafia himself, Antonio Mafia. What is going on, brother? It's great to see you today. Yes, sir. Good to see you guys, too. Man, we're honored to have you on, talk some Bruins, talk your journey as a Bruin and everything going on. But I want to take it back to the beginning, my dude. You have such an interesting background. You grew up in the Bay Area like myself, so there's definitely an interesting kinship there when it comes to that. But football wasn't even the main sport for you originally, am I correct? It was rugby. What yes, made sir. rugby the main sport? for you to begin with and how'd you get involved with it in the first place? Oh yeah. So, um, so I didn't play football until high school. So what I actually played before that was rugby because there was like uh, no weight limit in the rugby. And then also, um, what do you call it? My dad actually played for the uh, Tongan national team. Uh, yeah. Back when he was younger. So rugby has always been a big part of our household. So yeah. Um, and then after I got to high school, that's when I started to play football. So were you still playing rugby at the time when like a football coach like approached you like, hey, man, you look like you would be a phenomenal talent 
on the football field. We'd love to have you out there. How did you start playing football from the transition to rugby? Was it like freshman year you went out for it like a normal person or did a coach recruit you to come play? What was the process of joining the football world like? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I've always watched football and always enjoyed it, you know, just like watching it and playing like in the streets with my cousins and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, once I got to high school, I knew that was something I wanted to do. So on the first day, uh, right after orientation, freshman year, went out there and, um, you know, inquired about joining the team and then went through that and then just fell in love with the game or like more than I already had. And, uh, yeah, the rest is history after that. I love it, dude. And you went to legendary Sarah High School up in the Bay Area. For our listeners that don't know, that's Tom Brady's former stomping grounds. That's Barry Bonds' former stomping grounds. That's Lynn Swan's former stomping grounds. What made you want to go to Sarah High? Because I know that, you know, the, the conference within the San Jose area, there's so many great schools when it comes to playing sports. You know, you got Bellarmine, you got St. Francis, you mm-hmm. got a bunch of different schools out there. What made Sarah High the school for Mr. Moffey? Oh, yeah. Uh, I just had a lot of cousins that I, I come from a very big family. So I had a lot of cousins that went there um, before me that kind of set the tone. And then also, you know, everyone knows like right there when you go like uh, as an eighth grader and shadow of the school, you see it right across the, the football stadium, Tom Brady Stadium. Um, and you just know like, wow, like the, the goat went here and then you got Barry Bonds and then, yeah, Lynn Swan, David Bakhtiari, just like a bunch of guys that went there and, you know, just try to follow in their footsteps. I knew I wanted to go there. Dude, I love it. Sarah High is such a staple of the Bay Area when it comes to high school sports. So you're making the transition to football. It was defense. Defense was the side of the ball you initially got into, right? Mm-hmm. What areas of rugby helped you translate to football? Because there are some similarities there. Uh, what what help, help, helped you as somebody that went from the rugby world to the football world? Yeah, first, first off, just when I was playing defensive line, being able to tackle – understand how to wrap up shoulder leverage or not not because in rugby uh, you can't just uh, shoulder charge you actually have to wrap up so it made me a better tackler for sure on the football field um, but then just also being able to be in space in rugby you got to kind of figure out how to move and when you get to run with the ball you know you get to show your athletic side and then just transitioning that to football is pretty easy being able to play um, you know out an open field and open space dude I love it man and um so you develop as a football prospect. You go through the four years of high school. Uh, you win, I think it was co or co-defensive player of the year within your conference or defensive player of the year outright. Uh, what offers did you have outside of UCLA uh, coming into the uh, your your final year of uh, recruiting? Yeah, I um, actually I had, I had a few. Most uh, Pac-12 and Mountain West schools, um, and then uh, but I was committed to Cal for a while, like uh, at the end of my junior year, through my senior year, and then ended up switching on signing day to UCLA. Nice. What was the deciding factor for us Bruin fans? I know Westwood's a great town. I know we got you get to play in the Rose Bowl. You get to play in L.A. What were some of the deciding factors that made you want to go to UCLA at the end of the day? Because, I mean, we're sitting here talking on the Bruin Bible, man. We loved your career there. We loved you being a Bruin. We're going to remember you for a long time as a Bruin. Give us your thoughts on it, my man. Yeah, I mean, like, as you already mentioned, like, L.A. is just a great place to stay. Westwood is amazing. You're you're so close to everything, Santa Monica, Hollywood, Beverly Hills. Like, like you couldn't ask for much more living in a, in a college town like that, Westwood. Um, but, yeah, my cousin, Devin Asiasi, actually transferred from Michigan to UCLA right around the time I was coming out of UC, uh, out of high school, which made that, you know, feel like home even more. 
And then also the D-line coach I uh, committed to at Cal was Coach Azanero, which ended up being a D.C., so I followed him to UCLA as well. Jerry Azanero. And I bet Asi Asi was hitting you up like, Cuzzo, this place is bumping. We got yeah. some great stuff going on here in Westwood. Devin Asiasi now in the NFL was a draft pick of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So you make the transition to Westwood. You're kind of finding your footing. And then finally, you know what? You have a couple of years as a defensive lineman. You make the ultimate switch to the offensive line. Whose suggestion was that for you to make that choice? And then how fast were you able to pick that up? I mean, it, it was incredibly quick for us as the fan base, but it probably wasn't like an overnight success, you know, as many things are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually, I just felt, you know, after my first two years, I just felt like with my body type and my skill set that for at the next level I'd be able to play offensive line better. That would give me the best chance. Um, so I actually went and initiated that conversation with Coach Kelly, and he wholeheartedly believed that that was true, that I'd be better set as an offensive lineman. So I went over, we made that switch uh, to Coach Fry at the time. Uh, he, you know, welcomed me with open arms as well as the boys. Um, it was challenging at first, you know, uh, playbooks aren't that easy to get, especially uh, going from a defensive line playbook to learning the entire offense. <laughs> but the boys rallied around me and helped me, um, specifically John Gaines. John Gaines, he helped me a lot um, to wrap my head around that stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy with the way things turned out. Well, turned out is an understatement because you and Gaines were the highest rated, you know, guards in the PFF, you know, for uh, the UCLA offensive line in the entire Pac-12. So you guys dominated on the O-line at the guard spot. I want to take it to some of your teammates now, Mafi. Um, give me one word to describe these guys. You went up against trying to bring him down in practice with the red jersey and DTR to blocking for him on every given play. Give me a word to describe DTR. Uh, just one word at the top of your head. Yeah, I'll go athlete. Just like that kid can do amazing things like with his arm. And then also when, when plays break down and he's out in the open field, he, he can do it all. So athlete. Athlete, man. One of the most exciting UCLA players we've had in recent memory. Was there like a particular play in practice or something where you realize, you know, when you got to campus, whoa, this guy is as good as advertised. He's going to make a name for himself in the Pac-12. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like, uh, like from that first fall camp, just seeing him do the things that he does. You know, obviously he was in a red jersey, so no one could touch him. But like, still running out there and he juking guys and like on air and stuff like that. You just knew, like, oh, he's he's that guy. And then yeah. he goes out and you know, just every other game, this guy's hurting someone. And just kind of like, yeah, Dorian, he's really like that. Bro, he's stupid, man. Some of those hurdles they get you off the couch literally as a fan, just watching. So fun to watch our guy DTR. Zach Charbonnet, I need one word. You know, the Terminator is kind of his nickname to you guys. Mm-hmm. He is so much fun to watch. Give me your take on, you know, Zach Charbonnet, arguably the best back in UCLA recent memory. Yeah, I'd go, go to where silent killer I'd have to, to yeah. explain who he is. Like, that kid doesn't say much, doesn't trash talk. Um, you know, he's just all business 24-7. You know how, you know what you're going to get from him. And, you know, he's just, he's all around good guy, but very quiet. Um, but yeah, silent killer, the things he does, like if I was doing that and I was running people over, I, like I'd be talking my trash, but now he just runs a guy over, gets up and just stares blankly at us. And we're like, all right, let's go. Dude, probably one of the most fun guys to block for ever. Just given the runs that he's able to put up. I know this is like choosing between your favorite Drake song or something crazy, but do you have a favorite Zach Charbonnet run that you were able to block for this past year? 
Yeah, I'd go um, the Utah game. We had like a, um, we ran a little O line trap when I came around, um, and I was able to like catch like just run behind him the whole time. I was like down blocking. I was just jogging behind, but like watching it on the field, seeing him make guys miss and then running guys over, like that was that was just surreal to be on the field and watching it. Got you. And you used to be a member of the defensive line. Leatu Latu, great story, great comeback for him. Give me a word to describe him because his UCLA tenure is not yet done. We're mm-hmm. really excited to bring him back for next year and have him compete on the Bruins defensive line. What were your thoughts on Latu coming in? Uh, inspirational. You know, I actually hosted him on his visit coming out of high school. Um, so we were, we were close. You know, we kept in contact through social media and whatnot. Uh, once I found out he came, I was, like, hitting him up. I heard about what happened at UW with the whole medical stuff side of the, his story. Um, but, yeah, from, from spring ball to fall camp, you just knew, like, man, he's he's a guy. Like, he's going to go off this season. We're, we were so excited to see him do what he does. And, like, what he did in practice was what he was doing on Saturdays, just tearing it up. Um, and I'm so excited for him coming back this next year. Like, it's, it's only going to elevate his draft stock for next year. Um, he's going to go crazy again for sure. I love it, man. Latu is a beloved figure, not only for his play on the field, but the person and the story that he brings to the table for UCLA football. A couple more names for you. John Gaines, you alluded to the fact that he helped you move to the offensive line. It seems like you guys got pretty close this year with him kind of mentoring you on the O-line and the other guard spot. Mm -hmm. Give me one word to describe John Gaines and what he's going to bring to the next level. Professor. Like, John, he's just like, he knows everything, uh, you know, we we're, that was kind of how we were like polar opposites. Like, you know, John Gaines was, he makes calls. He knows like defenses, like front and back, like he knows the playbook front and back. Um, like you could ask him any question about anything and he would know the answer to it. And then I was kind of the guy who was just going out there and playing and, and just trying to do my best to run people over and stuff like that. But like John Gaines is a professor, man. Like we were like, there we catch our times where Coach Drevno and him would be like, having the whole dissertation about what to do on a play. And we're just like, yeah, whatever you tell us to do, we'll do it. But, you know, John is that kind of guy, just so smart. Yeah, I think I think some team's going to get really lucky having John Gaines in their room for next year. Mm-hmm. I think there's a place where he can be, you know, a potential draft pick at the end of the day. So I'm really looking forward to our guy John Gaines making the next level. Kaz Allen, the Kazmanian devil, so yeah. fast. Uh, what's one word to describe Kaz? Electric. Like, dude, you get the ball in his hands. Like, he does some of the craziest things, and he's so fast, too. Like, uh, you know, I played him in high school, actually. And, like, he, yeah, I mean, we put 70 on him, though. But uh, <laughs> I, but he also, yeah, like, uh, he also had, like, four touchdowns. Like, it was he, he went nuts, but, I mean, we, we just had a better overall team. But we always joke about that. But from that high school game to our time at UCLA, like, you just knew right away this kid was electric and he needed – to get the ball in his hands because, he, you know, he can do some of the most craziest things ever. And um, I just – I can't wait to see what he runs. He's going to he's gonna go crazy in that 40-yard dash. I know he will. Man, it, I in the open field, he may be one of the fastest guys like I've yeah. ever seen. And, you know, the game that always stands out for UCLA fans is when Charbonnet couldn't go at Arizona State this year. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a game. It's must win. We got to keep this momentum rolling. And Kaz comes in, and it was – it was almost like he would score so quickly that, you know, the defense would have to come back on the field and just be like, man, 75 yards like that. Like it was so fast, man. So Kaz Allen, just a living legend amongst UCLA fans. Final guy I got for you with the word association name, Chip Kelly, the man in charge. What does Chip Kelly mean to Mr. Mafia? 
Um, Coach Kelly, I just go with mentor. You know, um, he's helped me so much throughout, you know, giving me the opportunity to play Division One football and then just being there for me my entire time at UCLA, helping me through the process of, you know, starting out D-line, then going to offensive line and just helping me throughout this whole process, um, you know, the draft process, you know, someone I talk to quite often. Um, yeah, he's just my, like a mentor to me, you know. Obviously, he's he's a go at, like, offensive coordinator. Like, some of the things he comes up with is crazy. But, like, off the field, the, what people don't really get to see um, it's just him being a mentor and just being there for his guys. Yeah, he seems like, uh, you know, he's, he's quiet towards the media, which I totally understand. But, you know, all of his players, you know, Dorian spoke very highly of him. Charbonnet spoke very highly of him. Pretty much most of the players that come through UCLA have such a great relationship with Chip, so that's great to hear. Mafi, I got to ask you one more question before we go in to one of my favorite games we ask with UCLA players, kind of your personal favorites. We'll get into that in just a second. You lost 70 pounds. I want to give you credit on that, dude. I'm trying to lose like 10 pounds myself, and it is damn near impossible. First off, how the hell were you able to achieve that? Because that is as impressive as any stat that I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, it, it took a while, um, but it was there's a lot of people that went into it. You know, um, it wasn't just me, you know, Ross Shumway, our, our nutritionist, um, just the boys encouraged me to keep going and, you know, when people start to see, like, see the progress and then, you know, giving me props, like, hey, good job, bro. Like, keep going. Like, that just makes you want to hit it even more. Um, but, yeah, it was just shout out to the coaching staff, strength staff for always, you know, uh, letting me go in there, stay late or show up early to hit extra cardio. Um, and then, yeah, it's just it took a while and it, it was definitely hard, but it's easy when you got a great support system like those in Wasserman. Dude, I love it, man. Was there one food that you were craving the most during that process? Because – I'm somebody like when I drive by like an in and out burger, you know, uh, I was just about to say. yeah, dog, it's so good. Like you can't even like the double, double for me with the burger, the fries and the milkshake. Right. Like that's yeah. just so close. Was it in and out for you, man? Yeah, it was for sure. In and out, in and out is, is top tier, which is funny. Cause there's a, there's like a big thing out here, I guess in the South where I'm, I'm training out in Florida, but there's like a water burger out here. Oh, and, man. um, all, all the boys are talking about that, and I was just like, yeah, y'all need to try in and out because Whataburger, that's like, I don't even, I've never had it, but I don't think it's that big. It probably isn't anything compared to in and out It's mid, man. I mean, and you have people that will, like, say, like, the in and out fries aren't good. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, you guys aren't really from California. Yeah. If that's the case, you know what I mean? So, man, we are aligned with in and out We'll have to go there at some point in the yes, future. Sir. You ready for the, uh, the, the get-to-know Mafia game? Yes, sir. Awesome. Favorite musical artist for Mr. Antonio Mafia? Who is it? Fiji. Um, he's a he's an island reggae artist. Um, just great all around vibes from him. So yeah, Fiji. Bro, I've got that queued up. I got to listen to some Fiji. I have not heard of him to my credit, but I'm gonna have to check that out. So we have yes, Fiji sir. on that one. Favorite food? I know we did restaurant with In and Out, but do you have a favorite food in particular? Oh, uh, anything Italian. I got to go with anything Italian. That's my favorite food. Um, you know, pasta, spaghetti, pizza, calzones. Like, it, it don't matter. I love Italian food. Dude, I had a calzone. We were out in Arizona for Super Bowl week. Uh, so, mm -hmm. I had a calzone at one of my, like, old-time rest. I went to Arizona State after the big. Mm -hmm. And, dude, it was like – it hit, like, chef's kiss. It was so yeah. good. I love me a good calzone. So, that's a, that's a really solid answer. Dream vacation spot, Mr. Mafi. You can go anywhere in the world. I give you a plane ticket. Where are you going and why? 
Santorini, Greece. I mean, like, you always see it on social media, like, the those, like, white domed houses, like, on the hill overlooking the water. And, like, like I've saved, like, screenshotted and saved photos off of Twitter of Santorini, Greece, because I know one day I'm going to go there. I have to. Funniest teammate in the UCLA locker room. Funniest teammate in the UCLA locker room. Oh, that's tough. There's there's so many that I'd go either Jay Toya or Martin Andrus. Nice. Yeah, two guys that are going to be tearing it up next year. We're excited yeah. to see Toya, you know, ball out next year for UCLA. Um, player to model your game after at the next level. At the next level. Hmm. What are you studying? Like this guard yeah. pulls like nobody else. I want to. Be yeah, there. I go with uh, Suomalu, right guard for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, okay. I really like how he plays. Um, yeah, and obviously, like just playing in that Eagles O line, they were just amazing. So I watched a lot of them. Um, but yeah, Suomalu, and then even though I don't play tackle, someone I always like watching is Joe Staley, just because growing up being a Niners fan. So like that guy's the goat, goat tackle for sure. You know the play I'm talking about when they played the Saints where Staley kicked it to the outside. Yeah. And he's sprinting fast. He looks like he's running like a 4-5 yeah. at like 285. Like, it is one of the craziest things ever. He got out there, yeah. Yeah. So, I cover the Bruins. I'm actually a Niners fan myself, too. So, we bang, definitely bang. got that in top. <laughs> bang, bang, brother. Bang, bang. So, we got that going. Uh, last question. Favorite athlete of all time, any sport, Mr. Moffey? Tom Brady, got to go with the Bay Area, Sarah High School connection. Yeah, he's the GOAT, greatest of all time. Um, kind of bummed. I was hoping, you know, he had one more year in him and maybe some chance I got to uh, block for him or see him in a game. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady for sure. Dude, it would have been nice to have two Sarah Padres playing together on the same team. Yeah. Mr. Moffy, thank you so much for being so generous with your time, dude. We wish you nothing but the best. I want you to know that. You have been a staple to UCLA football these past four years, and we will continue to cheer for you in your journey in the NFL and in life. So thank you so much for making time out of your busy schedule to get with us, Matt. No, of course. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Go Bruins. Go Bruins. Yes.